0: In your mind, for you and for I I'm trying to decide When the look in your eyes, yeah, yeah i mean besides, but your feelings inside you. I'm pushing my mind and my spirit,
1: baby. This is Inside the RV, episode 45. You're listening to a podcast about entrepreneurship, work ethic, self-development, and becoming the best version of yourself. You're joined by me, one of the hosts. My name is Jacob Moore.
0: I'm the other one, Ryan Ramirez.
1: Jacob Moore and Ryan Ramirez. Together, we are chronicling our careers in the music industry. Music industry, as we try to build both of our careers, we're going to tell you the good, the bad, the ugly, the great, the amazing, the horrible, the bad, and everything in between. And one of the biggest things that I've learned in the past couple weeks is that you need to be a leader. You need to be an absolute leader in your life. Ryan's smiling, because he knows that I've just been fucking ruthless lately. Yeah. He's, he's been pretty ruthless. I had to go through a bunch of bullshit. And a bunch of me being too scared to say stuff to certain people and 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 and, yeah. and honestly not. Not providing results and having shitty ass results from this team, Mm. from other business teams that I've been on. And that was happening as a result of me not being a leader and not being confident in my skills and not truly embodying the traits of a leader. Mm. Now, to me, leadership involves a ton of different things that, you know, we may not be able to touch on all of them in this episode. But for me, a crucial thing is being able to trust your own decision making. Mm. I think that is just such an important part of being a leader. Now, me and Ryan and Sticks and our team like there's been so much shit up in the air and we like I felt like everybody was making different decisions of like what we all wanted and a, a big part of it for me was I just wasn't confident enough in my own decisions to like put my foot down as the manager and say Ryan, Sticks, we're going to do this. You know, this is how it's going to go. Mm. Here's the plan, this and that. And I was, like, afraid. Like, I didn't have the confidence to trust in my own skill set, in my own experience, in my own intelligence. And that's not the trait of a fucking leader. Mm. Those are the traits of someone who has no confidence and someone who does not win, okay? Mm. Yeah. And after reading Winning by Tim Tim Grover that shit fired me up after delivering results to myself every single day for the past couple weeks, after keeping the promises I've made to myself after fucking exceeding my own expectations, after providing financial results, physical, all these crazy fucking results to myself Mm -hmm. over the past couple weeks. I realized that I am a fucking leader Mm -hmm. and I realized that I have skills. I have intelligence. I have experience in a particular lane. Mm -hmm. I don't know everything, but that's, that's the thing about leadership is I was like, I wasn't being a leader because I wasn't confident in my decision making. Mm -hmm. I was questioning my abilities and all that shit. And then as soon as I started acting, producing results, and most importantly, I stopped giving a fuck about what people think, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ryan. I'm not sorry. I'm not fucking afraid to hurt your feelings, dude. Yeah. If you get your feelings hurt by me spitting the truth and trying to bring greater results to the whole team, that's a you problem. Yep. You need to figure that out. okay? Yeah. Sticks needs to figure that out. If I get my feelings hurt by one of you guys and you guys are just doing your due diligence as a great teammate to provide the most optimal results, if I get my feelings hurt by that— that's a fucking me problem. And I need mm-hmm. to work on that and control mm-hmm. my emotions and understand what's for the greater good of the team. And so it's not that you're being a dick or you're being such an asshole, mm-hmm. but as a leader, you need to be able to put your foot down, make decisions and not be afraid to hurt people's feelings. But yeah. the 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 result of all that, so what's the point, right? Mm-hmm. What's the point? The point is that we want to win. Yeah. The point is that we want to show results, okay? Mm-hmm. And I just got so sick of like, You know, myself. Like I, like yeah. There's tons of results that I want in our music Mm. team that I'm not seeing, and and I was bitching about them for a while. And I was like, oh, it's hard to work with Ryan and Sticks, this and that. But then I was like, Jacob, look at yourself. Mm. What what are you doing as a leader to help? push the limits and bring the results that I want to bring. And as soon as I had that self-reflection and I realized that I needed to be more confident in my decisions, do things changed. And you, yeah. I, maybe you can already see that over the past like week or two. I'm just yeah. trying to line things up now, you know? Yeah. You feel yeah. more in
0: control. 100%. Yourself. Yeah. And I think, um, what goes with being a leader too is like understanding, like what you said earlier, like I don't care if I hurt your feelings. Yeah. Understanding the difference between it being personal mm-hmm and the truth. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um and I think like it takes a really skilled leader to be able to decipher that. Yeah. Um now I, I think I think we're all human and mm-hmm. we're obviously sometimes we're going to feel shit there's no doubt about that but I think recognizing those emotions and kind of like stepping away from your body in a sense mm-hmm. and and looking at it and being like oh, okay I'm feeling those things that's natural maybe mm-hmm. but What's the correct way for me to respond to this mm-hmm. um, and take action based on the truth of shit? And I think, I think that is the most powerful thing. Like, if you are able to take the truth from somebody and apply what they say, I think there's so much power to that. And I think that's one of like the the leading traits of like successful people. I really do because at the end of the day, in order to get results, you have to keep changing and fixing and uh, solving problems as you go along um, And a lot of that There's a lot of like scary and harsh Truth like underlying that And it's crazy cause like the music Industry is I'm the older we get like, I'm just like this shit is so fucking cutthroat Like yeah, it it's like before like I knew but I knew it was gonna be cut, cutthroat But now I really feel it So now like there's so much Like truth and reality to a lot Of things that I'm learning about it that I have to look at myself and say Yeah, this is really fucking hard, but I'm going to man up and be a leader and take it day by day and make sure that I'm doing the right shit and producing results and listening to my team members and also me putting my foot down, vice versa. If I feel like something is missing or whatever, and I think as a collective, having a team of however many people, three, four, five, whatever, um, who all do that shit that's like some powerful shit and i think that like it's hard it could be really fucking hard and it can hurt a lot of times but i think that's what really builds like a winning a winning fucking organization and people feel that shit you know now
1: it is difficult but you want to know what makes it easy er hmm. you want to know what makes it easier respecting the particular intelligence skill and experience of that teammate yeah i had a phone call with you me and ryan probably had like two or three phone calls where we were like hashing it out yeah. like i called ryan i was like bro i've been arguing with you in my head all week and he was like <laughs> me too you know and we yeah. hashed it out and we were like telling it and then i think before that we, there was a conversation where we were facetiming i was like no you're fucking wrong you were like you're wrong we were going back and forth yeah. but um, amidst all of that i realized this and i told you this on the phone mm-hmm. that i have experience and skill and intelligence in a particular lane. Mm. And you have yours in your particular lane. So what I was doing is like what what I had to do is that when it came to the creative decisions about music, about performance, about mm. dancing, about style, about dressing you, about making you look attractive, all this stuff, like that's not my area of expertise. Mm. And as a leader, I had to realize, Jacob ryan and sticks they fucking kill that shit Mm. so i was trying to put like 110 percent into everything when i was really only skilled in that area at like 15 or 20 percent you know what i'm saying so going back to what you said to make it easier working with a team where everybody has those leadership traits everyone's confident in their own skills well, as a leader, so it's like, okay, that may seem contradictory. Wouldn't everyone clash because everyone thinks they're right? No, because leaders respect when someone is better than them at something. Mm. You're, you, you're, you're the songwriter, bro. They recognize you're, the
0: role. Exactly. Yeah. Your
1: role. You're the songwriter. You're the artist. You rock the clothes. The pr- you are the product, you know? Mm. And so like, for example, so, so here's an example. So I would get all wrapped up in my head about like, what, what should Ryan look like in his Instagram photos? Mm. What should he be wearing? that's not my skill set. That's fucking Sticks' skill set and a little bit of yours, right? So I would, I would be sitting here and I'd be like, fuck dude, Ryan and Sticks like want to post this and they want to like make him like this. And I'm like, that's, that's why you're on the team though. That's what we hired Sticks for. That's what, that's what you're hired for. We're all hired for a role. Mm. So I really had to realize over the past couple of weeks, like, dude, Jacob, you put all fucking 110% energy into your lane. Mm. But as a leader, you need to respect that Ryan and Sticks are way way more skilled at you than me, excuse me. Jacob, Ryan and Sticks are way more skilled than you at the creative aspect of all of this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, I need to put my foot down on more business decisions where Mm. I can prove that I have the best strategy or whatever it is, or I'm making the best decision because that's my role. And so that's been like the biggest thing because I feel like what was fucking us up, bro, is that like you obviously as the independent artist we, you want to be an independent artist and you want to be a leader you were putting your hands in some of the business decisions mm-hmm. and i was just kind of letting that happen mm-hmm. not that you're not that skilled but yeah. it's like that's my area of expertise yeah, yeah. and at the same time i would be like ryan this needs to be your sound whatever this and that but that's that's not my expertise mm, yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah. that's like the. so i feel like that's where all the whole fucking disconnect was over the past couple of weeks where like we feel like shit mm. hasn't been good but now i'm really learning like to mm. respect your role to respect your intelligence the vice versa yeah. in in your lane though you know what i'm saying yeah for sure and so but that doesn't mean that i'm not down to listen to you if you have like a business thing or whatever you're like hey man i think we should do this like i'm always open-minded and gonna yeah, listen yeah. but yeah i've just learned to really respect people's roles
0: yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think I think it's just kind of weighing, like, because sometimes I do like your opinion on certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, does this caption like? Do you like it? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes creative things, like, oh, in this song, like, how's the mix? Mm-hmm. Like, there's certain things like that, and vice versa too. But I think at the end of the day, like what you said, if if we're kind of going off of, if there's too many opinions, like, exactly. it, it gets tough. Yeah. And so you kind of have to weigh, like, okay, maybe I don't feel this way completely about it but i trust that i trust that you i just trust you yeah and i'll do what you what you think about it just like okay even the tiktok shit right Uh i've always uh told you this whole time like this ain't my shit like i don't Uh want to do it Uh i can't find my shit whatever yeah and you telling me no because in a strategic way you need to be doing it yeah creatively figure it out and play with it and have fun with it but do we need to do this and make these moves yeah so i i at first i disagree but i was like okay i trust you because you did all the research on it the Uh knowledge you've seen it you're on tiktok etc etc i may not 100 percent want to do it and agree but i'm gonna trust you Mm -hmm. you know
1: now here's my example of that for me the show Yeah, yeah your oc fair show like you guys wanted to do ride with me and and I was talking to Styx about when we were on the phone that one day. I was like, why don't we bring the dancers in like every now and then? or And so I'm out here as the business guy trying to make decisions on how the performance should be. Mm. You know, how you should look during the show, what songs you should perform. Mm. That's not my fucking expertise, bro. Mm. You're the guy performing. Styx is the guy with the massive touring and choreography history. Why am I even wasting my brain power and time trying to argue with you guys? that's your you guys are obviously more skilled in that realm you know so that was like the first turning point for me where i was like okay Mm -hmm. okay i get it now and and a big thing too what blew my mind was when i was like sticks why don't we have the dancers come up like every you know chorus or whatever this Mm -hmm. and that and he went jacob that's fucking corny bro Mm. Why the fuck are we just going to bring that? The, it loses the, mm. the power of it. He's like, no, we need to bring them in for the whole fucking song. Have them go hard as fuck, whatever. And when he said that to me, I stopped and I went, that's, that's why, <laughs> that's why sticks runs the shows. Yeah. That's why you, that's why you don't let the business guy decide how the creative performance is going to go. Yeah. That's not my fucking shit. Yeah. So yeah, man. Yeah. Re- respecting the roles. Now, here's another thing. A leader will be ruthless in their pursuit to win. Mm. Ruthless in their pursuit to win. Yeah. That's what I've been thinking. I've been reflecting after reading the book, after we're having those conversations with human sticks, all this shit, and I'm like, Jacob, what, what is the trait of a leader? ruthlessness in pursuit of the win now that does it, that's by any legal and ethical means right when mm. people hear ruthless they think like I'm gonna go fucking kill your family like so evil. that you're distracted yeah. And, yeah. you know what I mean yeah but it's just part of being ruthless is being willing to take or accept any situation as long as it's legal and ethical once again yeah, yeah. you know as long as that's gonna help you get to the top without hurting anyone else or fucking mm. anybody else up That's that's my definition of it And so part of being ruthless in your pursuit to win, once again, because when people hear ruthlessness, they think aggressive, they think whatever, whatever. Part of being ruthless is telling yourself, damn. I got, I got to stop for a minute and chill. Mm. So, so let's go back to what we were saying. Like if I want to be ruthless in my pursuit to win, sometimes I have to stop myself mm. and I have to say, Jacob, that's not your area of expertise. Jacob, just cause you like that idea that you came up with doesn't mean it's the best for the team. So sometimes being ruthless is being able to grab yourself by the neck and, and ring your, ring your own bell
0: and say, Hey fucker, chill, chill. Yeah. chill. I think bro. And that just ties into like self-awareness, like self-awareness uh, is fucking key. Yeah. Like, I think I think a lot like most people in my opinion that I've seen like most people are not self-aware like that. Like they can't look themselves in the face and, and and tell them truthfully like tell themselves truthfully that they need to fix certain areas and like do this or whatever. I think that like people keep up like an ego because they don't want to feel vulnerable and feel like they're losing, etc. and I feel like it takes like a strong person, like a willing person who wants to win to really be able to look at those truths and look at themselves and say you know what i am fucking up yeah i do need to fix these things and it goes for everybody too like our whole team i have moments where i feel like where i look at myself like that maybe it takes me a second but i know in the back of my head yeah i gotta fix that Mm -hmm. and then i do it you know so i think that self-awareness is like fucking key to to, and and the self-awareness to know that the truth. Like, to know, like, okay, is it, is it the truth? Or wait, is it not the truth to you or is it just your feelings about it that's fucking you up and, like, stopping you from accepting it, basically? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because one thing that, um, I, I listened to that Ed Milet, Tim Grover podcast again. Uh-huh. And he was like, one thing that the truth does is brings more emotions. Because a lot of times it hurts and it's harsh. Mm-hmm. And, like... You have to, you just have to, um, you got to master that skill mm-hmm. of looking past those emotions. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a side note everybody needs to go listen to Tim Grover was on there twice, right? For Relentless. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Go listen to Ed My Let's episodes of Max Out, his podcast with Tim Grover. I think there's two, and go read Relentless. And I mean, dude, you guys got to go read the book Winning. Ryan bought it for me because he was so moved by it. I read it. I read a chapter a night. I had the last four chapters. I burned through all four in one night because it was that good. Mm. I finished it and I was like, dude, it's just super cutthroat, super raw, super real, super like palatable. It's there's not a ton of big words in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, Tim Grover just sits you down like the the harsh uncle or whatever, <laughs> the badass uncle and says, Here's what you gotta do. Yeah. And he tells you how to be a fucking winner. Yeah. It's crazy. Now leaders oh god i had a great point i forgot what it was gonna be too damn because i went off on that tangent on that book i I, i'm actually gonna read it a second time nice yeah i've been like like letting it gel in my mind and i'm just like driving thinking of all the leadership traits and shit like that or whatever and then i'm after probably within the next two three days i'm gonna pick it back up and read it again it was that fucking good dude i think
0: it's literally like probably the best book i've ever read or like top five for sure top five but so so
1: for sure, here's two. Here's two books for sure. Winning and... Which one? Guess.
0: Did I read it too?
1: You've read it too, yeah. It's one of the OG ones about socializing with people and shit.
0: Oh, How to Win Friends and Influence People? Yeah, yes.
1: Okay. Those two books, yeah, to one. me, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, Dale Carnegie, <laughs> yes. All these guys have names of, like, 1930s aristocrats who, like... <laughs> aristocrats who, like... Yeah. yeah, Um. Gosh. Anywho, leaders are pers- are re- ruthless in their pursuit to win. And dude, I'm drawing a blank, bro. I'm totally drawing a blank on no, what the other good. point was.
0: Um. It's you know what though. It's interesting because that you said those two books because I think that the tone of those two books are like opposites. For sure. Like winning is so cutthroat, like aggressive, like yeah. ruthless. But then how to win friends and influence people is very like polite and like yeah. cordial and listening to the other person and like um empathizing and just like shit like that but i th- i think it's funny cuz i think like you got to have both of those
1: mhm
0: you know cuz i think that like like when you said earlier like you're not being a dick you're just being straight up yeah i still think there's a way to do it to where i don't know like there's a line i think i think there's For a way sure. to do it to where you're not just like you know <laughs> and it's just yeah. like and then it kind of like that doesn't really grow your relationship yeah. with people but I think there's a way to do it where, like, hey, like, yes. I'm just being truthful, whatever, whatever, but still being a nice guy about it. And, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think there's a line there. I think
1: you you have to take the, the like, super raw, you know, the guide that that Tim Grover gives you in winning and relentless. You have to take that rawness. Yeah. And when it comes – when you communicate with yourself, when you're in the gym at 5 a.m. or you're recording or you're doing whatever, you talk to yourself however you want. Yeah. But when you take those – skills and traits and all that stuff of winners and you're trying to express it to another person yeah you do need to be really conscious about okay is the way that i'm expressing this Mm. going to fuck them or is it going to boost them
0: because at the end of the day too like relationships are everything yes you know and a lot of times like i think there's a certain line of empathy and like generosity you yeah. got to show other people yeah to build relationships yeah so i think that you got to ride that yeah. somehow you know
1: yeah like if someone screws you on something you can't be like yeah so the truth is hey you relate to this or you screwed me on this or whatever that's the truth mm-hmm. and you can either express it like you screwed me on this but this and that or you can say like hey this is what happened, this is exactly what you did, this is how it fucked me, you can't do it again, whatever, this and that, and you can be like, straightforward, nice about it, yeah, nice, and then move on from it, and just be like, hey, just don't let it happen again, boom, yeah, so I spoke in the beginning about how leaders are confident in their decision making, right, so you're confident in those decisions that you make, and you live with the outcome, Mm -hmm. okay, So let's say that you made that decision and it actually fucked you. It fucked your team. Mm. Well, you, as the leader who made that decision, it's your turn to, to drive the boat and drive through the treacherous waters and make sure that you guys come out of that. Yeah, That's yeah. a huge trait of a leader. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to dive too deep into that one. I just wanted to touch on that. But here's another one, Kay. So when you make those decisions, I want, like, for example, I want Ryan and Sticks to trust me. Mm. everything i tell them about social media about marketing about all this stuff sure i have tons of skills i have tons of experience i'm an intelligent guy i got my degree i worked for companies mm. blah blah blah. but guess what here's the number one thing that leaders do they show results mm. they show results i can tell sticks and ryan hey this is the social media strategy we're doing this is how often we're going to utilize these platforms because xyz whatever i can ha- I- i've read all the articles. Not all of them. I, I've read the articles. I've done the research. I've explained to Ryan and Sticks logically how it all mm-hmm. works out. But guess what? It's the fucking result that matters. So when I tell them, "Hey, you guys need to be posting on social media in this way," Ryan, your brand needs to be expressed in this way based on the data we have on how like our target audience behaves. Whatever. That's all good and dandy. Mm. But guess what? There has to be a positive result from that. Yeah. So a real world example of that is social media. I told Ryan, Hey, we need to post on reels and TikTok this many times. This is the type of content we should aim for on social, on Instagram specifically for the feed. We should do this. I gave Ryan this social media plan that we're still kind of working on. Mm -hmm. But now if all of your engagement goes down, that confident decision making that, that I had is nothing because yeah. it didn't provide results. Yeah. So that's the one thing about about leaders is they show results. So if you're going to make that decision and you're going to step in the shoes of the leader and you're going to be confident in it, it can't just be confidence that's hollow that comes from you saying, I'm a leader, I'm a leader. No, you do your fucking due diligence and you research. Like before I told you how we're going to post on TikTok and how we're going to attack that, bro, for two whole fucking days, I dedicated like hours researching, watching YouTube videos, mm-hmm. looking at my own TikToks from my candle company. You got to so,
0: earn, earn that feeling. Of yes. leadership, you got to earn
1: it. Yes, you know and then I felt confident enough to where I said, "Okay, everything I'm about to tell Ryan, I'm confident is going to provide results in this particular time frame, yeah or whatever." So that's the other thing, dude. Yeah, leaders show fucked results. So if you're if you want to make a decision and be the leader, well, you either be prepared to show results, or you be prepared to take the shit that's going to come with it from not showing results. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, I've learned a lot about leadership in the past <laughs> couple weeks, <laughs> yeah, man. That's great. The past that's couple great. weeks, yeah.
0: Um, I think one thing too, I want to add is like, it's, it's going, going back to, um, surrounding yourself with a great team, right? Because if everybody has like this kind of mindset and qualities, like the leadership qualities and shit, look, like we're, we're human, right? Uh And sometimes we fall like hard. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I fall mentally like i'm just you know you know me Mm -hmm. you know sometimes i i fall off and i just like get caught up in like a whirlwind of emotions and like Mm -hmm. anxiety and whatever Mm -hmm. and it's comforting to know that my team member you can get me out of that Mm -hmm. with that with that strong mindset Mm -hmm. and vice versa because i know we both had moments where like we we fell off or like we whatever and we kind of picked each other back up so i think it's so crucial that you make sure like everyone on your team thinks like that yeah because if, if one person thinks like that and the other people, they're not as like, they're not as dedicated to that kind of mindset, like, uh-huh. it will drag everybody down. Yeah. And the person who is thinking the correct way that, like, that way, they're going to feel a weight on their shoulders mm-hmm. because they feel like they can't even be truthful with the other team members. Mm-hmm. They can't even be straight up. And therefore, there's not going to be really any results because... You're still trying to get them to think on a certain level to get the results, but mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen because they're not they they're not they're not inclined to think that way. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm going I'm going off on, on it, but you yeah. know what I'm trying to get yeah. at you're yeah. only as strong as your weakest link.
1: Exactly. That's it, dude. That wrapped it up. <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. And that and that's important too, bro, because I've worked on enough teams now to realize like you gotta know when you have a weak link. Yeah. And you either gotta be able to help them become stronger or cut it loose. Mm-hmm. Now here's the deal once again self examination what do you call it self assessment whatever yeah, are you the weak link
0: yeah
1: am I well i I think I've been a weak link for the past year because I haven't truly embodied what a manager does for his client for mm-hmm. his artist, you know what I'm saying, and now I'm starting to adopt that confidence that that intelligence in mm-hmm. music I'm doing my i my research, I'm more enthralled in music and Here's the thing, being super involved in in your hustle, whether you're detailing like Adam, whether you're, you know, like my cousin Brett, he's got his hands in a couple different companies, that dude's a fucking beast, Mm -hmm. you know, whether you're you doing music, whatever it is, um, I was like, sorry, had a big, had a big dinner, um, man, what was I talking about?
0: Um... (laughs) <laughs>
1: we just both blanked out I just ripped ass and we both blanked out Um, all
0: these people are beasts
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even listening you son of a bitch oh, I, I, got, Ryan, I got on track too Ryan was out here just looking at the sky and shit not even listening um, <laughs> oh I was gonna drop a gem too I totally forgot well I guess I'm not a leader shit you gotta be able to do that self assessment figure out if you're the weak link Um, oh being enthralled in what you do being fully immersed 100% making decisions, helping guide Ryan's career, whatever it is, when you go 110% in your role, your passion will will fire up. Because mm. I haven't felt passionate about my music career in months, bro. I haven't felt passionate yeah. about your career. And and the thing it... Wait, what? No, I'm just kidding, bro. <laughs> I, I'm just fucking with you. I'm like, wait, you what? You're the artist, bro. <laughs> no, um. but what helped me build that fire again, I mean, what do what built that fire, what got my dick hard, what's getting me hyped as fuck on, on music again and is making me have those dreams again about being the next fucking Scooter Braun, being bigger than him, making a name people know jacob more mm. wanting to be successful as fuck is i've stepped into my role as a manager mm. and i sat down i said jacob what would what would the best manager in the fucking world do and now i've been basing my decisions off that yeah i've been basing my decisions off what would the, what would an, an amazing leader do what would an amazing music manager do ryan isn't your friend anymore sticks isn't your friend anymore mm-hmm. you're ryan is your client sticks is hired on our team to help with this, this XYZ, whatever. This is Ryan's role. This is Sticks' role. This is my role. Whatever. Look at this like a fucking leader. Mm. And now that I've stepped into that confidence, I've slid on those fucking shoes of a manager and shit, bro. I'm fired up again. Yeah. I'm ready to fucking rock and roll. Yeah. You know? So that's that's another thing about a it, leader is they will become fully enthralled in their role. Yeah.
0: I think it's making that decision in your head, like, all right, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I'm gonna step into it and just yeah. go and then like almost like if you're in a if you're if you fell pretty hard though to get into that like it's kind of like a big gap and you kind of gotta force yourself to do it but i think once you do it like because i felt this i feel the same way like i i took action Mm -hmm. i started taking action a lot more Mm -hmm. every single day Mm -hmm. after the little blip i had of time yeah and now i'm fired up again Mm -hmm. and it's just like i had to make that decision in my head yeah you know so yes sir Alright guys, we appreciate it. Hit us on Instagram. Peace out. I'm trying to decide when the look in your eyes, yeah, yeah. I mean besides but your feelings inside you I'm percent on my mind and my spirit bed